0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
1: Viator. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Song bra. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all filthy. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show.
0: Hello and welcome into episode number 94 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host Jesse Taylor and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Jess, yesterday it was not pretty whatsoever. It does not feel like a Victory Monday, but the only important part of
1: that is that it is a Victory Monday. A win is a win. A win is a win. And we've we've talked about it a lot. Like any Sunday, anything can happen. Like the Kansas City Chiefs lost to this Colts team because the defense, Literally. the defense is not you know, not not a bad defense at all. the The offense is what struggles for them a little bit here and there, and obviously the you know coaching situation, and they've got some other issues in there. But like, you know, and, and obviously everyone's been you know gassing up the Vikings as one of the best teams in the NFC, if not the best team in the NFC. Yeah, regardless how about of that? And they got smacked absolutely smacked around yesterday. How many sacks in that game? There were seven or eight sacks? The Cowboys. Well, I, I just loved it in the fact that,
0: like you just said, everybody still chalked them up as the best team in the mm-hmm. NFC, even though we made it obvious that the, we were better. Oh, um, but, we? yeah. But now the Cowboys really just shut that down. Right. So
1: they helped so, us out in multiple ways. 100%. So that that's the thing, like, and you know it's not college where you can make your own schedule or you know you get it, 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 there it's some arbitrary kind of seating that gets assigned to you like you play who's in front of you on Sundays and all you can do is win and it yep. wasn't ugly and you're right it it didn't feel you don't feel good walking out of that game you don't feel confident you don't feel happy you don't feel excited you feel relieved. You you were yeah. relieved that they won. And you and I said, like, it wasn't going to be – it was going to be a close game. Like, we had that, but I didn't think it was going to be, you know, one point. I was hoping it yeah. was like three.
0: Not yeah, one. I thought it
1: was going to be like a touchdown. Yeah. I could see that. But, yeah, it it w- didn't go that way at all. No. Um. And, you know, and and everyone sort of had a hand in it in you know sort of why it it went that way like i i mean Jalen Hurts he wasn't bad yesterday 18 for 25 190 yards a touchdown and then 16 on carries on the ground 86 yards and a touchdown he did have a fumble lost we'll talk about that um but you know like he that that was something that like he contributed to the the issues they were having now yes i saw a hero, but <laughs> i saw his first little
0: inkling of emotion yesterday and it was I it was later in the game and I forget even it was probably Pittman but it was down the field pass when they not the final drive obviously but the drive prior to that when they hit that deep down the field ball Uh and they panned to Jalen Hurts on the bench and he kind of just did a little eye raise like, wow, that just happened. And that was the only emotion we've seen from this guy. The in amount of
1: and, and you know, that's why he is as good as he is. And it's because he doesn't let things get to him. And he doesn't like, you know, oh, you have a brutal first half and you come out and you're like, all right, we get the ball coming out of the half. Let's go down the field and score. It's still a one-possession game, you know, no problem. And, you know, first play, I completely agree with, you know, let's, let's get them on their heels and take a shot, of course. Yeah. But the, the play design was, I mean, disgusting. First of all, yeah. if you have the, – the way that they had it set up with Miles Sanders on the left side, you knew and, – and you had Jordan Mylata pulling to help. You know, you have Miles Sanders one on one with a defensive end. Now, that defensive end also happened to be Yannick and Gakwe, which isn't who you want Miles Sanders lining up against. And his job is to just slow him down a little bit. And while, yes, Jalen Hurts needs to have a little bit better sense of like who's around him at that moment, the fact that you are waiting for a play to develop, and I understand that Quez Watkins is fast, but like going as far as deep as he did and then crossing over the entire field like what did you think was going to happen Miles Sanders actually did a really good job on that play but like what did you think was going to happen like I really just feel like yesterday my biggest issue was the play calling like offensively I feel like Shane Steichen really hamstrung them as an offense
0: just and there were even times in that final drive, they were like second and goal or third and goal, and it was Boston Scott in there. Why Miles? And I was just I I literally was like, What are they thinking right here? And it honestly in my head, I'm like, is there actually something wrong with Miles Sanders? Is there an injury we don't know about? Because I feel like there's just been so many times over these last couple of weeks where in these high-key situations, with how good Miles has been really. Like overall, it just doesn't make sense why they would have um, Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell in some of these situations instead of miles. I don't get it. Do they not trust him? Is he injured? There has to be something right there or they're just really bad
1: at coming up with these plays. So I think and that's like what what's frustrating at times, like as a fan, like you want to understand this a little bit more because, When you look at, and I think the most frustrating thing, especially over the last two weeks, is like, you know, you and I talked last year at, you know, at nauseam about not having an identity and being a different team every week and seeing something different. And the offense was trying to, be some, be something they weren't every week, week in and week out. And it was always different week in and week out, right? Like they came out with a hefty run game against the Atlanta Falcons and then didn't run the ball at all the next week against the 49ers. And like, it was just, you you couldn't figure out what the heck they were trying to do or who they were trying to be. And they were, I understand they had a new coaching staff and like a lot of new pieces and they were trying, they were trying to find their identity, but they were like, they would find something that works and then they would get away from it immediately. Like they wouldn't stick with it. And I feel like that was something that you and I talked about this season as they were going through the first eight games or seven games, I guess. They were not, or it was eight games. They had an identity. They were running the ball well, they were throwing the ball well, and they knew what they were doing. And it, it was all working together. These last two weeks, they've done they they went back to what they were doing last year, where they've just abandoned everything they were doing that was working for them. And are the, and they look ridiculous. And one of those things is like, Miles Sanders has been one of the best running backs in the NFL and the one of the most consistent running backs in the NFL this season. And the Eagles have one of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in football. Why are you utilizing? Like they come out of the game and the first running back they have on the field is, is Kenny Gainwell. Why? I don't understand. So it it better be an injury. It better be something. There better be a reason. It better not just be stupidity. But from our point of view, it looks like stupidity.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because they also, I mean, they're not obligated to tell us everything, obviously. But like if they are hiding something, like we don't know that. So we just see what's put out in front of us. And it looks like stupidity right now. But just I had a that exam or exam. I was going to say same and exact Um, that exact thought during the game yesterday, though, when our offense was really struggling, because I was like, Oh my God, here we go again. In the second half, like they still, it was probably early in that third quarter Mm -hmm. and the offense still wasn't getting stuff together, but the defense started stepping things up. And I was like, here we go again. Now this would be back-to-back weeks where we see, one side of the ball doing okay and the other side just imploding, but it would be opposite where last week we saw it more so on the defensive side. Mm -hmm. And then this week, our offense wasn't getting anything going. And it was like that for majority of the game. And that's one of my biggest concerns because we've seen it so much in the past is this team not playing well together on the same, on the same level on the same day, you know, and I don't understand how it's happening right now because that's one of the things too is like they should have come out of the gate in this game wanting to rip somebody's head off because of their performance last week and to show how good they are and we did not see that at all
1: yeah I totally agree and you're you're right about the defense like the first drive was not great and the Colts marched right down the field and scored for the first time this season um and you know, uh, they, they pulled it together after that, Jonathan Taylor, which was one of your biggest concerns going into the week, you know, 49 yards on the first drive, but then only 38 the the rest of the game, like they completely neutralized him after that. Um, But, and I understand like they adjusted and schematically they were fine and figured it out after the first drive, but it's, it did like, it still doesn't feel good. Like it didn't, well, and just didn't feel good. And I didn't feel confident watching the defense. Well, no, Jess. And like, even with this is what
0: the whole thing is with the frustration too. So Taylor, like almost 50 yards on that first drive, every single person, I mean, every single person knew that they were going to pound Jonathan Taylor to start this game. Like there was quite literally, that's what I'm saying. Like after last week, you knew the Colts were like running defense. That's what we're attacking this week. Yeah. Like how was that a thing? Like, it just is so frustrating Yeah. That, that, I mean, like we said, a win's a win. But this one just didn't feel like it as you were watching it. And it just had bad vibes throughout the whole game. Like, thank God we literally won this because I, we were going into half. And I was like, wow, this feels like we are going
1: to lose this game. Yeah, I just, it, it was, it, the the vibes were so good for so many weeks. And they were not anymore. They're not. It it doesn't, it doesn't. Just that was the first win we've had
0: since the Phillies lost the World Series. Besides Sixers.
1: I was going to say the Sixers have won a little bit in there, but good. Yeah. God. They've also because lost, even the
0: Flyers, right? I think, have lost six straight. Of course they have. Yeah.
1: Shocker. God.
0: <laughs> but. <laughs> I can't. Yes. I
1: can't. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll run through quickly our impressed takeaways from the game. We promise there actually are some. And our (laughs) biggest concerns at this point. You are listening to The Babes on Broad on BGN Radio.
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Welcome back into episode number 94 of Babes on Broad. So we went over the game a little bit before the break. Jess,
1: what were your good takeaways from yesterday? I think, once again, I'm most impressed by Jalen Hurts. I think, you know, at his age, you know, his ability really to just stay so calm, cool, collected and get the job done. Like, uh, you know, again, the play calling was horrific. The penalties were bad. You know, that one drive where they had three straight penalties was awful. Um, You know, they missed Dallas Goddard so much. He's so important to everything that they do.
0: That was also another thing that frustrated me. I forgot about that. It was just in the beginning of the game, we saw so many to stall, <clears throat> so many to stall. And it was just like, we beg for tight end looks every week. And now that t- Dallas Goddard's not in there, you want to give it to the tight
1: end? Piss me off, dude. I mean, Jack Stoll, Grant Cackletair, and Tyree Jackson, no, not it. Yeah, he, he, not, not it. it. He's so crucial to everything they do, not even just in the passing game, but in the run game as well. And his him as a threat also just allows for so much more for Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown as well. So... Thankfully it was, you know, that he, he will be back in the regular season. It is going to be one of those, like they put him on IR because they need other things to keep the ball rolling. Um, so, so that's really good, but you know, anyway, play calling was horrific. Penalties were bad. You know, his own fumble was bad. He needed to get the ball out quicker, bad play design, whatever. AJ Brown's fumble, which was a little bit uncharacteristic, um, you know, the defense got crucial stops when they needed to um, and kept them in the game while their offense was literally being stifled by their offensive coordinator. But, you know, Jalen Hurts just kind of saying, you know, fine, I'll do it myself. And, you know, making sure that they go down and score. And I think that's what I really like about him is he's not, you know, especially this year, he's not defaulting to the run. He's not bailing out quickly and, and his legs, but when it comes down to crunch time like this and they're not in a rhythm, he just kind of says I got it I'll handle it it's fine and 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 takes care of business like so I think that's something that you know we haven't had to see from him a lot this year obviously because they've been up by so much and they've needed yeah. you know, a crucial drive to you know extend their lead instead of it just being a one possession game you think back to the Cowboys game like you know, all of a sudden they were, they were only up three. They needed to go down and score to make sure it was a two possession game. He can go down and do that. But this was, I mean, you know, they had to go take the lead at this quite literally. Yeah. So I think you know, still by far Jalen hurts is what I'm, what I'm most impressed by. What about you, Sam?
0: Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. And I think the fact that we haven't seen him really just in those high level situations, just take the ball and do it himself. Granted, he did score yesterday doing that, but he needed to in that situation. But the fact that we haven't seen him like bail himself out with the legs really goes to his leadership too. Mm -hmm. Just because, think about it as a team. Like he could easily be frustrated with his team and show that and be like, I'm going to do this myself since you guys aren't doing anything. And he doesn't, he refrains from that. Like I said, we saw the first little bit of emotion from him yesterday during the game. And it was a slight eyebrow raise. But um, yeah, I think it's, exactly the same thing a winner is a win even though it was absolutely horrendous to watch and it did not feel good watching no they got the job done and I think that's the most impressive part of yesterday because they did not deserve to win that game Mm -hmm. with how bad it was Mm -hmm. but um yeah Jalen Hurts I mean they got the job done and it was because of Jalen Hurts and then also the defense I was impressed by them they really really needed that stop on that final drive and they did it. So the offense and the defense in those two final drives are gave me a little bit of happiness because it shows that when they really need it that they can do it. Yes. Um but yeah, I mean I'm still still have
1: my concerns. So what as are well. so then what are your your main concerns at this point we'll wrap it up with our main concerns and then yeah we can put a bow on this game and move on and never talk about it again it's just so
0: frustrating that they came out so dull I don't know if yeah. they thought this would be an easy win but like you lost to the Washington Redskins last week you shouldn't think anybody is an easy win mm-hmm. you know um so like the fact that they came out just not the same team that we saw in the beginning of the year where they were so amped and so excited and having so much fun And now we've seen that for not one week, but back-to-back weeks. So that concerns me a lot. And I want to see this team get up. They are on Sunday night football. Well, at least, yeah, it is Sunday night because they have the Packers this week. So hopefully they're in the all-black unis and new black helmets as well. Yeah, so hopefully that gets them up in it. Um, That crowd needs to go out. But then obviously, we said it in the first time too, besides that, just the play call like yeah. I'm really concerned about how they're scheming and planning to go into these games. And then thank God they were able to make
1: adjustments yesterday, but I'm still, it's all questionable to me. What yeah. about you? I'm I'm with you. Like last week we were like, okay, we could chalk this up to being fluky. All the turnovers. They yeah. were undefeated. They were bound to lose at some point, like injuries. Um, and you that was fine, right? Like you, you can be like, all right, you know what, whatever it was. Everything went the wrong way you you move on, you come out and you know, but then coming to this game, playing that same way again, that's where the concern like starts to creep in. Like we've seen teams get hot and and then fall apart. And it's okay to cool off a little bit from some of the, you know, the seven sack game against the 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 first matchup against the football team and you yeah. know, things like that. They need to figure this out and to get back on track to where they were again, like just getting away from what they were doing that was working and getting to like, you know, because it, it, in my opinion, it doesn't look like other teams figuring them out and beating them. It looks like them shooting themselves in the foot and just doing yeah dumb things like getting too cute and trying to outsmart themselves. And like, you know, if it's working, keep going. And you, like you said, thankfully for the adjustments this week um, to be able to, to write the ship, to make sure they got the win. But um, you know, playing that way back to back weeks is, is concerning. And at this hope, point of the year, for sure. Absolutely. And at this point, you know, you hope that they, you know, it was a one, it was a little bit of a short week. They come off a one o'clock game. They get the rest they need. They, and they come out, you know, Sunday night football and, and at home and, and, you know, Play the play the way they're supposed to. Like yeah, I, hopefully. Again, like you can't. I know the Packers are not a very good football team this year, but you know they still have Aaron Rodgers back there. They still yeah. have some some weapons. Aaron Jones can hurt you on the ground, and you know so they there's the a couple of former Eagles on the defensive side that that have well, some some bones to pick with. Well, and
0: they upset the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. They also had Thursday night football. They lost against the Titans, but that means that they have like a full ten days yep before this game. So. Yeah, it, it makes me nervous. And they have uh, Aaron Jones right. running back. And our running or rushing defense does not look too hot. So I wouldn't be surprised if they come out of the gate trying to run it down our throats.
1: Yeah. Thank God for Val Joseph and Indomitian Sue. What fantastic moves.
0: Got what
1: fantastic
0: moves by Howie Roseman to get it done right there. And then how
1: great to actually see them perform like they did yesterday and come up so big. Like, wow. I would also like to point out that in signed with the Philadelphia Eagles 10 minutes after we wrapped up our recording last week yeah. of episode 93. Um, we were talking about how we were concerned about Jonathan Taylor and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden we finish our recording and we're just chatting a little bit after we, you know, hit, end recording. And all of a sudden I, we get the notification that Indomitian is an Eagle and we could not believe that that <laughs> happened to us. Um, but that, yeah, they, they played extremely well and hopefully, you know, and especially when Jordan Davis comes back, the fact that they'll be able to sort of just be rotational guys in there and stay fresh. Um, that's, that's what we need. And, and going forward, I, I, I really need, I really need them to just pull their, together. Oh, all right. Well, Sunday night football, super excited. The all black uniforms going to be so much fun. I will be there on Sunday. My first Eagles game of the year. I'm so excited. So thank you for listening to episode 94 babes on broad. Make sure as always, you're following on all of our socials. Thank you to SB nation and bleeding green nation for hosting us socials, all the shows that are coming out this week, everywhere you get your podcasts. We will talk to you next week.